Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNI's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. As we head into the final days of 2022, there are numerous legislative items that are unresolved that will have a big impact on healthcare delivery in the new year. I will touch on just a few of them today, though there are many others still under consideration. This week, two bills strongly supported by MISNI and numerous specialty societies and patient advocacy groups were delivered to Governor Hochul for her consideration. The first of these bills would eliminate the need to make your patients go through step therapy or fail-first protocols for medications to treat a mental health condition by prohibiting health insurers from opposing these requirements in the first place. Even though MISNI worked together with numerous other patient advocacy groups in 2016, to achieve important new step therapy protections for patients to enable physicians to more easily override these health insurance-imposed protocols, this bill before Governor Hochul would eliminate the need for the physician to even have to request such an override, hastening the time that your patient can receive a needed mental health medication. The second bill would prohibit health insurers from using what are called copay accumulators, which essentially prevent a patient from applying the value of a prescription discount card to meet their deductible. This legislation is particularly important for patients with chronic conditions who need sometimes expensive medication therapies to manage their condition on an ongoing basis, such as patients suffering from cancer, blood conditions, cystic fibrosis, or multiple sclerosis. For both of these bills, the governor has until December 23rd to act, so please look for the link in today's Misney Pulse or from our Twitter feed to send a letter to Governor Hochul in support. The third bill of our health insurance range, and perhaps the most important, has not yet been sent to Governor Hochul, but likely will next week. That bill would prohibit a health insurer from denying a prior authorization request unless the physician reviewing on behalf of the health plan is in the same or similar specialty as the physician providing the treatment under review. It would also require the reviewing physician to be licensed in New York. We thank the American Medical Association for sending a letter to Governor Hochul this week in support. Also this week, physicians from MISNI group member New York Cancer and Blood Specialists included a promoted op-ed in support of this legislation in the Empire Report Daily News Digest, which is frequently read by those inside the Beltway in Albany. As you know, there's a lot at risk, too. The bill to greatly expand wrongful death lawsuit awards with a corresponding 40% increase in medical liability insurance costs, still has not yet been delivered to the governor. Misney's opposition to this profound change in the law was noted in an article that appeared in numerous papers across the state this week. This is part of our ongoing media outreach effort to ensure the public is aware of the risks of this legislation. This article also noted the opposition of several of our allies in this effort, including county governments, city governments, and the business community. Furthermore, this week, the Defense Association of New York, a collection of attorneys who typically represent defendants in various liability acts, weighed in with their opposition that this legislation was not workable. This is another issue where it is imperative, if you've not already, to contact the governor from Misney's Grassroots Action Center to send a letter to or tweet at the governor urging her to veto this bill. The last key issue that we're spending a lot of time is in Washington, where your Medicare payments will be cut by 8.5% in 2023 unless Congress acts.
These cuts are the result of multiple expiring provisions, but needless to say, the cumulative effect would be horrendous for your patients. Misney and County Medical Society physician leaders have had meetings with several key New York congressional delegation members, including Senate Majority Leader Schumer and incoming House Democratic Leader Hakeem Jeffries, urging that this untenable cut be prevented. This week, several members of New York's congressional delegation joined a bipartisan letter to congressional leaders urging action to prevent this cut. Among the 113 signers of the letter were congressional representatives from different parts of New York State, including representatives Adriano Espayat, Andrew Garbarino, Grace Meng, Gerald Nadler, Joe Morelli, Pat Ryan, Tom Swazi, Paul Tonko, Richie Torres, and Nidia Velasquez. Congress is working feverishly to come to an agreement on an end-of-year spending package, which goes far beyond health care. And that's where physician groups across the country have been advocating to include the prevention of the 8.5% cut. With a December 16th deadline to act by Congress now pushed to December 3rd, next week will be crunch time. As with the other issues I've identified above, you can send a letter to Senator Schumer and Gillibrand, as well as your respective member of Congress, from Misney's Grassroots Action Center. And again, you can look for that link in today's Misney Pulse or from our Twitter site. Turning to upcoming CME, please put on your calendar Wednesday, January 25th at 7.30 a.m. for our next Medical Matters program with faculty Dr. Bill Valenti and Dr. Bonnie Litvak regarding the latest developments in the care and management of COVID and long COVID. And in the long term, please put on your calendar Tuesday, March 14th for Misney's Physician Advocacy Day, back live in Albany. Please look to the link in today's Misney Pulse or on Twitter to register for this important day. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your commitment to Misney and your County Medical Society. And certainly thank you very much for taking the time to listen to all these podcasts this year. We wish you a happy new year. We will speak again in 2023, where I hope to have good news to report.